0: Welcome to the All Outdoors Photography Podcast. This podcast is about all things outdoor photography, including landscapes, wildlife, macro, and more. The show features two talented photographers, Henry Doyle and Ron Taylor, who bring their different experiences in photography to the podcast. The show is released weekly every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. In today's episode, we welcome back Kelly Ingerson on the show. She tells us of her experiences traveling out west to several national parks and areas in Utah on the Pacific coast. Kelly also made a trip to Florida for the Spectrum art show in Miami, as well as visiting the beach. Next up, she tells us of her future photography plans, including opening up her own studio at Front Street, upcoming exhibitions, and more.
1: Welcome back to episode 58, and today we're having a returning guest on the show.
0: Yes, uh, Kelly Anderson's coming on the show once again. Welcome, Kelly. Um, I guess we're just going to catch up, basically. Um, I think you are on episode 42 last when we talked and the first time we talked on here. And uh, so it's been a few months. Uh, so just tell us more about you know, your travels and photography since then.
2: Hi, Henry. Hi, Ryan. Yes. Um, I've had travels since I've spoken to you. Um, everywhere from Utah to Florida, so um, so in September, I went back to Utah, and I went to Wyoming, um, to the Red Gorge, and photographs of the, the formations and stuff, and then there was some wild horses and buffalo, and I went out to Antelope Island, and it was really fun um, just to go and use my camera in different ways to capture you know different stuff but you know me you know it says don't go too close to the buffalo well you know it's like well I can't get a good enough picture with my lens so I'm like so I sneak up alongside this big buffalo and I got a great picture but I was a little scared at the same at the same time you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah so so I did that in September um got some really great pictures I sold nine to um my daughter who owns a um a flooring store in Hebrew City and she's just opening one in Park City so she has some horses and Buffalo and some uh, landscape pictures and stuff um, to put up in there so that's really cool awesome in Florida I went I was invited to the spectrum um, show it's in the art Basals. Um it's like a huge art festival basically um, and Spectrum is actually in a really funky little area of of Miami um, in the graffiti district. So it's, it's some like kind of interesting characters that that live and and hang out down there. So at night time you don't really want to be out there too far. But they did graffiti stuff it was just phenomenal. And I photographed the graffiti guys you know doing their their graffiti work and just with a spray can, I mean it's just phenomenal the way that they do that. Um, but the really cool thing about Miami was um, it was a great experience, way over my head. Um, just a lot of a lot of people, a lot of money. Um, inc- there was a lot of really cool artists there, but there was some just really strange artworks. Um, I mean, there was a box. Seriously, this is hilarious. There was a box, a clear plastic box full of shredded paper. And I have like $3,000. I'm going, wow. I can make that at home. <laughs> <laughs> Most people. <laughs> like, I'd,
1: get, I'd guess there it probably wasn't the art and probably the artists in that situation.
2: You know? <laughs> I would hope um, so, at least. <laughs>
0: It depends on whose paper it is, right? Uh It can't just be anyone's.
2: Oh, well, I actually, like, office paper shredded. It didn't look like they even had, like, numbers or anything, or letters or anything on the paper. It was just weird. Uh And then, um, but I met a bunch of different artists down there. Um, I made some really good friends, some new connections. Um, I'm talking to a a gallery out in San Francisco and one in Santa Barbara um, to put some of my sand artwork in. And there's a company in New York. Um, they were really interested, and then they kind of backed out. Uh, I haven't really heard from them, so we'll see what happens there. Um, at Christmas time, I did not get to go to the beach, so I was a little disappointed at that. Other than my daughter came, flew down to Miami, and we went out to the beach. They do not have good sand at oh, all. Okay. No. I was no. Yeah. No. So, Miami has um, the, like, South Beach, which is their fabulous beach. That It's, like, every day, and they clean everyone's trash off of the beach because, for whatever reason, people think it's okay just to leave all their trash on the beach. So, they rake it every day, and I think they bring sand in. It's kind of like Virginia Beach, whereas they, they go in and they rake it every day. So was a little disappointing that there really wasn't any color or any pretty designs or anything. So, mm-hmm. so I didn't get, Go ahead. <laughs> um, so yes, that's, that was pretty much the end of the year. Um, the, the one really cool thing about Miami, um, is I sold the piece that I had down there um, and a lady in Australia bought it, her name is Karen. And I went to high school with her. Wow. And so she's gonna put it in her um, beach house in Kingston in South Australia. So, so that was really cool. Um, and there was four other artists from the Dayton area that were also down there. Um, so that was really cool. So there was five of us that represented you know, Dayton's Front Street Art District. Um so that was really cool. So it was a really it was a really fun experience. Um kind of, it's super mega expensive. Way too many people for me. Um but it was a great ex- to have um to experience and to have my artwork and stuff down there. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean I've been to Miami once. And it didn't really feel like the rest of Florida for me. It was like too urban. Not enough nature.
2: Yeah, there it was I mean, there were six lanes wide on the highways and everybody was just trying to, you know, push in front of the other one. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, no. And I think that's why I have never been to New York. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've been to Los Angeles, California, and I've been to San Francisco, but not super excited about being there either. Oh, and Chicago. Yeah, I'm not going to Chicago. (laughs) It's just cold. Well, yeah, there's too many people. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> too busy but yeah it's like those people think of those places being like the meccas for like galleries though like New York and Miami but maybe that's the reason why
2: but yeah there was a um, an, um, an outdoor photographer that I met who had been in Australia He actually does underwater photography of sharks and sea life um, really cool guy um, to talk to. Um, and he had some really interesting, um, his shark pictures were like so clear. I've never really seen him like that before, but, um, he had a seahorse that has, that looks like it's got, um, four leaves on it. That's like a native to Australia, to Southern Australia. And yeah, he just had some really, really cool artwork and he has a sticker. This has got, this is hilarious. This guy's name is Paul. And it says, he has these little stickers and, he, and it says, Paul is everywhere. <laughs> Doesn't have his business name, like nothing. It just says, Paul is everywhere. I'm like, that is like the coolest thing. So he gave me a sticker. I put it on my truck.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> now, now, with now you.
2: People, <laughs> people, <laughs> so people are like, who's Paul? I don't know. <laughs> he's just everywhere.
0: <laughs> it's a conversation piece then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like who's this Paul and why is he with you? Why is he everywhere?
2: <laughs> anyway so um, but yes yeah, so that was that was really my time down there so.
0: that's awesome I mean you traveled so much there I mean like what was the highlight would you say going out west or did you prefer it sounds like you didn't really prefer Miami with how busy it is but you know what was your like favorite parts of traveling
2: I twice last year um, I did one, one in July and I went hiking in the Washash Mountains um, and that was beautiful to Donut Falls, um, which is basically, it's a cave and the waterfall comes down on top of the cave in a big hole. It has worn its way through, I guess, you know, the rocks had a weak spot in it, I'm assuming, and the waterfall just runs down into the cave. So they call it Donut Falls and it was really beautiful inside the cave and that water i'm telling you even in july it is like icicles it's seriously cold so um, did you, yeah did
1: you try to go into it yeah
0: we went <laughs> no in.
2: The, yeah we waited in the pool the pond that's on the inside of the cave and then the you know it obviously runs down the creek you know you hike up the creek up the side of the mountain um to donut falls and then you can go in the cave um, we've got our picture taken in the inside the cave with the with the like the water rushing through the the hole in the top. It was it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that water was really frigid cold. And then I went back out in September. Um, and and I did the water and I went to um, went to in 24 hours, we went to Cedar Breaks. This is all in Southern California, so she's like four and a half, five hours from Southern Utah. So we went to Cedar Breaks, went to Zion, we went to Bryce Canyon, um, and we went to uh, St. George, and we went to Snow Canyon, um, and then we drove five and a half hours back through um, the Dixie National Forest and. I mean just phenomenal um you know i mean zion's um is huge red rock you know massive cliffs and mm-hmm. um you know just incredible stuff they actually had a helicopter out there that was doing a rescue like someone had gone out hiking and needed rescued so the the rescue helicopter had come in and somebody went down and picked the person up to, took them out so that was you know kind of interesting um but got some really cool pictures of you know the mountain rock landscape um and just you know just really trying to take some bit different photography for myself so and because I'm not it's not really like the sand is really my thing but this is really fun for me to do so I just mess with my camera all of my settings and stuff all the time Mm -hmm. got a really cool picture going through the tunnel just because I was like being ridiculous with what kind of settings I had (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it was really fun um But yeah, we did that in 24 hours. And um, it was just really fun. The West is, the Western states, I've been to Arizona, I've been to New Mexico, I've been to Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, Oregon, Northern California. They are just like the most beautiful places on the planet. Um, And I I just love it out there. And even though there are no seashells on the beach on the Pacific, Um, in Northern California and and Oregon, I don't care. It's just beautiful out there. I mean, the cliff faces that, you know, that the ocean comes up to. I mean, and the ocean's pretty cold out there. Pacific's colder than the Atlantic. But it is really, it is, it's beautiful out there, and I just love being in amongst it all.
1: Yeah, I I went up there. uh, I was in San Francisco last summer, and like you said, the coastline, it's just so much more pretty than um the
2: eastern coastline and just it's it's such a great experience up there i mean i went to the redwood forest um, and it's i mean just just you can't explain the smell that is there and it's clean and it just has nothing but the pine smell um, and then just this you the size of these trees it just kind of like it's just wow you know they're incredibly big and you know, being in Nevada, I went to the Great Basin where the pine, uh, bristle bristlecone pine trees are. And they're like the oldest tree in the world. Some of them are like 5,000 years old. So, So all of that out there is really, really beautiful. I mean, it's desert, it's rugged, it's wild. I love it.
0: <laughs> it's a nice change of pace from, you know, shooting your typical like sand beach photos too, or just being in the Midwest as we are.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, I mean, the sand is still my passion. I love the sand. um, But I'm having a lot of fun since I'm not near my ocean. Um, You know, I'm having a lot of fun just doing, you know, wild animals and uh, landscapes and sunrise, sunsets. Um, I actually have – this will make you laugh. So I take pictures through my windshield when I'm driving down the road. It's probably really not a great thing to do, but I do so Why if not? I'm driving on the road, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a cell phone picture, um, but and but I have taken my my camera and actually taken a picture out the window, on the road, which is, it's quite fun because you just put it on, you know, um, multi frames, up and down, and it just takes whatever, and then you go look at it and you go, oh wow, that was a really waste of time, or it was like, <laughs> oh my god, that is so cool. Um, um, I've been taking pictures of sunsets um, through my windshield in my truck. So these beautiful pictures, but they have like little bug guts in the picture because it's going through the windshield. Oh my gosh. I just, I just, every time I see it, I just laugh. I'm like, you know, people actually buy that.
0: <laughs> you just clone it out in post-production, but yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I think it's really cool that it's actually in the picture.
0: <laughs> Probably, I bet some of the sunsets look like like a UFO or something invading. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little smudge here in the sky.
1: Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you if you think about it, too, like, that's what people see normally. That's how they see sunsets. So, you know, they may be even more likely to buy something like that. Cause, it's relatable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> From a car window. <laughs> that's funny, though. While you're driving, too, right? You're just, like, just taking photos?
2: Yeah, I just I hold my cell phone up, you know, and I just, you know, just hold the button down and take like, pictures. Hey. You know, there's like a really big piece of bug guts on there and you just kind of have to move around it and because, you know, and then you try and wipe it with your wipers and it just smudges and you're like, oh God, <laughs> okay, well, that's gone.
0: <laughs> I remember the old technique because early on in my photography, I was doing like zoos and stuff, of course, because, you know, they're around and everything and I would like, you have to get real close to the bars or whatever it was like the barrier it was just so that I could get it out of focus and get it, like on the animal or whatever. So maybe like something like that yeah get real close to the window but yeah that's cool That's you, you've been doing so much but you're you're always up to something new which that that's a great part about talking to you
2: well you want to know what's coming up
0: uh i have a guess but go ahead
2: any questions for me before i t- drop a couple of these like super fun adventures
1: i had a couple questions so um you said you did Bryce and Zion in one day, right? Is that... so? Four hours. Like four hours, wow. So did you feel like you got a good picture of the park, or do you wish you had like more time in those two parks?
2: So July is like the busy season. So I've been to, to Zion and Bryce Canyon prior. I did that okay. in 2020 when I took my road trip. Um, and so... I, and I apologize, not 24 hours, in 48 hours. Okay. Let me, let me you couldn't do it in 24, in 48 hours. That's right. that's impossible. <laughs> like, I'm pos- I have, and Ryan can tell you this. I have a mathematical issue. Um, yes. That I've, I've tried really hard to make it okay. I'm an artist. I'm not a mathematics person. There's a reason why we're in the art business. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No Problem
0: worries. is I have the same problems too. So you go to me for help and I'm like, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Oh. No, so um so we did we went to go to the park and you had to get a uh, a bus in. And so we rode the bus and we got there. And I have a park pass like for all the national parks across the United States. And for everyone and anyone who wants to go on adventures and go to these beautiful national parks, go ahead and buy your national parks um pass. It's 80 bucks or $85 with your processing fee. Most of them are $35 per entrance. So Mm -hmm. in three parks, you've paid for it. I mean, I did 12 national parks back in 2020. So, I mean, for me, it was definitely worth it. So I've repurchased it. I just renewed it and got it again. Um, so, um, So, yeah, anyone interested in doing that, it's so worth it. So you pay, um, it's a it's
0: a yearly pass.
2: You go online to uh, National Parks, uh, United States, and you just go in there and you for a year, and then they send you a pass. Um, and you can everyone who's in your vehicle gets in. Mm-hmm. Not um, people like each person has to pay to get in the park. So when I went when we went to Zion and Bryce Canyon, I just gave them my and my daughter and I went through it's just the vehicle basically oh, cool. so yeah, I that, think you can have like up to six people or something
1: that was invaluable to me this summer because I, I stayed right like on the edge of uh, a national park and you know it would have been hundreds and hundreds of dollars if I hadn't bought that pass so that's a great tip for sure
0: yeah and it so, supports yeah.
1: conservation as well too Um, you know they put that back into you know protecting the animals and the landscapes and everything so
2: i mean it's definitely worth doing that um but when we when we went to when we went to go into zion we took this bus and we got through um to where the gate was where you show your pass and then you go and you get another shuttle bus because we wanted to go to the narrows the narrows is one of the like most famous parts of zion um block canyon it's, it's fabulous so we wanted to go there so we were standing in line and we were just looking at all of the people, and we just looked at each other, and we went, "No, nah, do this." <laughs> so we got out of line, got back on the on the little shuttle bus, went back to her jeep. And we drove through. So you can drive through Zion, and it's on Route Twelve. And so we drove. We went to the park gate. We showed our pass. We went through, and we drove on rate, route route because route 12 goes out the other side into escalante's um, wilderness and you know uh Capitol reef and and it heads north um up to um route 24 which then takes you further north into um the goblin valley and little wild horse canyon and, and everything up that way so so we just drove through and we just pulled off on the side of the road and we just did some little hikes of our own, you know, went through the tunnel and then we hiked the mile out to the overlook. So you come up the side of the mountain. Um, it's like all switch all the way up the mountain. And then there's a, a tunnel you go through. And then when you get out the other side of the tunnel, there's parking area and you park and then you walk a mile back. I think it's about a mile that you walk back to the, the overlook. And you can see the whole valley of where you just came up. I mean, it's really phenomenal. And it's, you know, it's 8,000, 9,000 feet. Early. I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh-huh. So we just, and then we went to Bryce Canyon and we hiked, like, um, uh, the, the hike we did. But it, we went down, because, you know, it, Uh, Bryce Canyon is all those hoodoos, right? You know what they are?
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Um, There's a whole bunch of different parts of it that they call, some of them are like uh, Wall Street, Um, I think we did Wall Street, and then there was another one, like Double, you hike down to Double Bridge, and that's basically a hoodoo that's fallen down, and it's created a bridge. It's it's really fun, but you go down into there, and it's quite cool down uh, there. But it's like it's a it's a workout to get back up. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it's definitely worth doing, but it is a serious workout to come back up. How
0: many miles is it?
2: It's like a two-mile uh, round trip. By the time you get down and go all through all your switchbacks and get down, and you hike out into. Like this wooded area and whatever, and then you come back around, and then you hike back up. Okay. Yeah, switchbacks so
0: prolong it, of course.
2: Yeah. So, I'm straight up. So you have to do all this, but, but yeah, it's pretty fun stuff to have anything like that out here.
1: <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> nothing close. <laughs>
0: I mean, cause I'm always, you know, the apologist for Ohio, it's like, and in the Midwest in general, it's like, we got some hilly woodsides and Woodland, <laughs> but you know, yeah. and hey, I mean, some of those can be strenuous hikes though, to be fair, but, but yeah, it's definitely not quite, not quite on the same scale as like, you know, stuff
2: out West. The, the whole landscape and everything out there is, I mean, the red rock is just phenomenal. Um, You have nothing like that. This is like like your your Appalachian Mountains and your Smoky Mountains and stuff um, are beautiful. Don't get me wrong, you know, um, Shenandoah, Blue Ridge Mountains. I mean, being up through there, being camping and um, canoeing and stuff down in the Maury River, whatever. You know, Smoky Mountains, absolutely fabulous. Tube down one of the rivers there, just outside of Gatlinburg. you know, and I mean, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong; it's be- but the the West is just so different, and it's big. Everything's big. You know, they say when you go to Montana, you know, the sky looks like really big because that's what they call it—the Big Sky State. But it does. When you get there, it's, you feel like the sky is enormous. So, but I think I feel that, like you know, with the whole the whole out. out
0: yeah i know one of my friends was telling me um she used to live in montana for years uh, growing up and everything and then moved to ohio here but she was telling me like because i was just like asking her out of curiosity because i'm like i've always wanted to go to montana it seems really breathtaking she was saying about like yeah i mean like you could just go on a hike at any moment like you walk outside your door and there's mountains and like you could just go up them or whatever you want like that is that just sounds awesome
2: oh absolutely so my daughter Nicole and her husband Matt and her son Matt, <laughs> there's two Mats, um, <laughs> they live um, in the Wasatch, I always get it wrong, the Wasatch Mountains range. And then to the north of them is the Uintas. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you know, four or five hours south of them is like southern Utah, which is, you know, the, all the Red Rock, everything from the Arches, Canyonlands, Moab, You know, the Escalante Grand Staircase, Wilderness, you know, Capitol Reef, you've got Zion, Bryce, you know, all of these beautiful, beautiful places. And then they've got, like, state forests and state parks that are just as phenomenal, you know. Um, So, yeah, their backyard, they're always out hiking. And there's there's tons of beautiful lakes and stuff that they go fishing on, you know, paddleboarding, you know. So they have... You know, and then the, the snow in the, in the wintertime, you know, they can go skiing if they want. They're not big skiers, but um, that it's all there. I mean, it's sort of, like, all year round. And that's I think, is what is different. It's, there's not that same um, draw, I don't think, there is what it is here. So.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, you have, like, options for your outdoor recreation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Although, I... I am actually. I'm. I'm trying really hard to to find some really fun, new and exciting little outdoor adventures here in Ohio, and especially kind of like where I live. Um, so last weekend I went to um, you know Buckner um, Nature Center, which is just south of Covington, Ohio, down. Hors- yeah, it's yeah. You could. It's kind of like in between. Troy and Covington, but off of 48. Um, so I went there last weekend and hiked the, all of the trails. It was really fun. Um, and it was snowing pretty much the whole time I was there. I saw a, a red-headed woodpecker. I don't know what his name is. Um, but he, that was super cool to watch him and he's pecking on the wood, you know, making all this noise. And because, you know, when it snows, this is one thing I do love about when it snows, and I love to be outside when it snows, is it's so quiet. It's just silent time mm-hmm. it's just silent it's so to me that is really cool um so I saw the woodpeckers and then there was a bunch of deer that were just playing frolicking you know and everything just in the snow I'm going oh my god they love the snow too so I just watched them you know <laughs> I'm going oh my god this is super cool um and then walked down by the still water um and the and bit bit of the river is actually frozen so I walked out onto the river where it was frozen, probably stupid, but I did. I went out there and I took, I scraped all the snow off of it and took a picture of my feet on the, on the ice. <laughs> Before
0: you fell, it's the last shot of you.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said, it's probably stupid, uh-huh. but you know. Um, You're living that influencer your adding... life. <laughs> exactly, right?
0: Uh-huh. Kelly, honestly, I've been guilty of that too. I did that last winter. I mean, I just like skirted out like at least a foot or two, but I'm like, it's worth it. Plop the tripod down. I was like, <laughs> it's worth the risk. I took off my bag at least, so if I fell, it'd be not a whole loss. Right. <laughs> well,
1: exactly. Yeah, you drowned, but then you you know your bag would be okay. So that's it, right. I mean, it's more to weigh
0: me down, I guess. Not really the monetary value, <laughs> but yeah, well, both the things. Thing
2: is t- the thing is, Ryan. At least they'd know who you were.
0: That's true. He died doing <laughs> his love. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sorry, that took a dark turn. <laughs> Anyways,
2: <laughs> anyway,
0: so Bruckner, beautiful place. I've been there, yeah, it's great, it is really awesome. Did but you go in the to the
2: fall? It's it, in the fall, it's really pretty too, with all of the leaves and, and um, they got, yeah, and they got some pretty pines in there too. So, and it was, it did have a little bit of the pine smell, not a lot, but it did have a little bit, so that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Ludlow <laughs> Falls. Could not get down to the river. Um, it was just, there was a lot, there was too much snow, and it was she was pretty slick. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to go down." So, but it, half of the falls was frozen. You know how it freezes in the center. Yeah, uh, I've noticed that. So around, yeah. yeah, yeah. So most of the center was frozen. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of cool to watch. And then I went down to uh, Greenville Falls, which is just outside of Covington. Or they have this cliff that goes all the way, like it follows the river and there were, like all these icicles and it looks seriously, it looks so cool. If you put lights behind it, it would be just fantastic, you know, at night time. Um, there's all of these, these um, icicles and stuff. And then so I took pictures of that. And I mean, obviously I stopped on the middle of the bridge because that was the best place to get a picture. And, you know, I had a few cars wait for me, but it was okay. Um, and then took a picture. Most of the falls was running. On the sides, it was a little frozen. There was a little piece in the middle that was frozen, but for the most part, it was... And it's, and it's a pretty strong rushing waterfall, so... It's not real tall, but it, there's a fair bit of water that comes over it.
0: That's a very wide one, isn't it?
2: Ryan, it's what?
0: That's, that's a very wide kind of waterfall, isn't it? It's, it's like, pretty shallow.
2: It's yeah, it's um, it's as wide as the creek. Hmm. You know, I don't know if it's a river, but I'm assuming maybe I don't know, it doesn't look like a river to me. A river is like um, the Mississippi, the Ohio, right? River in Australia. (laughs) That's a river. (laughs) I mean, it's like a mile wide. That's that's a river.
0: That's true. Yeah, it's just a really big creek at that point.
1: I'm curious uh, with the ice at all. Have you tried any? I know you took a picture of your feet, but have you tried any like textured shots of the ice, like with your camera or anything?
2: I did. Um, I took some. It was um, like frozen icicles that were on top of falls when I was in Caesars Creek the weekend prior. Um, they had um, really like almost like sticks of. Of icicles all kind of like entwined between each other I did take a couple of those I don't really have a good enough lens for that I don't the macro I either don't have a good enough lens or I'm really technically challenged and can't figure out my macro but they don't come out very good Mm -hmm. now I did take a picture of the ice there was like a um, icicle that had Fallen into the water and was on top of the water, and it created this, like frozen. What do you call it? But it was—it's was really pretty, and it's almost like it's platinum. Like in colors, like it's really polished platinum in color. It was—it's kind of weird, um, but that came out really good. But I can't get like. Um, and I can't capture those kind of images on the ice. I've tried a lot of, a uh, hundred times, and I, I don't know. Like I said, I probably don't have my camera settings right, or my lens isn't right, or I'm just technically challenged. So it's one of those three. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do have some news though. It's talking about ice. Um, I have wanted to go up to Lake Erie in the winter um, to see the frozen waves. they from this area, so I'm sure if you've seen them.
0: Yeah, I've seen pictures of them online, at least. But I've never seen them in person.
1: I've done uh, frozen waves on Lake Michigan a couple of years ago. It was it was great.
2: So um, they're saying. So I've been following this um, group um, called Ohio road trips I think it's called on Facebook and there was either was saying that the ice is getting really thick and like the the lake is getting frozen and so um in the middle of February I'm going to take a road trip from Toledo um, to Buffalo hmm. and capture all of the lighthouses all the way up and back that's awesome that's gonna be an awesome yeah. series you know, and photograph um, sunrise, sunset, daytime, out on the ice, you know. Um, the one that, that's really, really intriguing me is the, the Astabula Lighthouse, which is out in Cleveland area. It's that big house that sits way out in the water. It has like that jetty or something that goes out to it, um, the rock pier or whatever. It's really like angry. The waves hit the side of the, the big lighthouse, and it's, like, phenomenal. I've seen pictures of it. I want to capture that. <laughs> so I'm hoping that there will be a storm so that you'll see all these big chunks of ice and then this huge splash of water that comes up over the top of, top of this big uh, lighthouse. I think it will be, like, phenomenal. That's I wanted awesome. to do it. So, yeah. So I wanted to do it. So I'm going to do that. Um, or end of February, they're saying, you know, the middle to end is like when it's peak. So I just want to do that. But, um, so that's coming up, fun pictures. Um, And I'm going back to Utah at the end of March. (laughs) Oh,
1: that's great.
2: (laughs) So um, my daughter and I are going to um, uh, backcountry backpack through the Escalante Wilderness for three days. And We're going to go to um, Coyote and uh, Zebra Canyon, um, Peekaboo and Spooky Canyons. They're all slot canyons. Um, we're going to Devil's Garden, South Creek Falls, and um, we're going to try and get to um, the Goblin's va- the Goblin Valley and then Little um, Little Horse Canyon. So little wild horse canyon so we're going to try and do that there's nine places that we want to stop in 72 hours we're going to see how far we can go wow. but we're actually going to but we're That's actually going lot. right um but we're actually going to camp out in um cody gulch um overnight um some phenomenal arches the cliff faces are just incredible the colors um sort The end of March it will be spring, so it'll be nice weather to go hike it. I mean, it gets over 100 in the summer. I don't want to go there then. Um, So, yeah, so that'll be be really, really fun. Super excited to to take on that. Um, And everything, you have to research this. You have to have a permit to go out there. It costs you nothing, but you have to have a permit to go out there. You have to take a bag to bring human waste back. You cannot leave human waste out there. You have to create your own little toilet, and then you pack it up and you bring it out. Um, it is definitely, you know, a leave no trace, like, nothing around here. Like, here is, like, leave no trace, but, like, it's because the ecosystem is really, really uh, fragile. Out in that crazy desert, it's actually a very fragile environment, so... Mm-hmm for, for plants and, and animals and, you know, all of that, to all this, the ecosystems and stuff, it's, you know, balanced. So we just have to be, you know, vigilant on that kind of stuff, but yeah, it should be a really fun. And I'm taking my camera and Ryan, this is going to make you laugh. I am taking a tripod.
0: you going to do some low exposure. <laughs> <laughs> you should.
2: Yes. So I'm going to say, so, so, Henry, the the thing is I always free ball. I've never used a tripod in my life. Wow. Um, so, I have a tripod and I'm going to try it and I'll see what happens. Yeah. So. I mean,
1: it, it can be great, like, even for those lighthouses too, like, with the eyes oh, yeah. blurring out those clouds and the water and
2: stuff. I mean, it could
0: be you cool. Need some, you need some stability when you're balancing on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So yeah, so, so I've been doing a bunch of research on, on how to use a tripod, how to do the long exposures, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I've been doing that, you know, and then, you know, going out west again, you know, the sky big, the sun is big, you know, and the sun is at different times, especially with all the canyon um, stuff that, you know, they block the sun and stuff. So the, the times are different, so your lighting is different. So there's a lot of things to kind of consider when taking photographs and stuff out there is a lot different to here.
1: yeah I don't, I don't know if you've ever watched um uh, this guy but uh ben horn does like a, a yearly trip to zion and he makes videos of like the slot canyons um I, that would be like some great inspiration if you're ever looking for something like that um, super cool
0: I second that. He he shoots large format film, but I mean, like he he focuses mainly on like the really intimate, smaller landscapes. So like stuff from like a top down view on the ground floor. But like he, he's a, he's a great he's a really great artist and photographer.
2: Because I really do want to. Uh, that would be a inspiration because I really do want to do some fun photography. I just don't want to do, like the same. You know you go out and you look at the mountain you take a picture you know i want to create um artwork out of these beautiful landscapes and so kind of like you know the art that i've created with the sand you know the beach um the beach sand you know is is so unique and different and people now look for different patterns in the sand i had a friend of mine she's down in um costa rica or bahamas or something and she went scuba diving she's been scuba diving for years and wherever she was at whichever islands she was at she took pictures of sand and she sent them back to me and she goes because here i thought you'd really love these pictures of the sand so like people are looking at the beaches a little different which i think is fantastic you know so I stuff out west and capture these beautiful arches and slot candy and whatever with a different you know, creative view view of them um, and visualize them differently and capture, use my lens to capture, you know, something that is really different and unique to what, you know, you typically see. So, so yeah, so that's my talent. Um, Plus to go out there and see it and and be, you know, part of it and stuff, I think it would be, like, just phenomenal.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you think you'll uh, end up, like, doing any exhibitions with, like, the the work in uh, Zion or do you think you'll... Uh, you'll stick
2: to more of the sand stuff for galleries. Um, the more I've been looking at it, like the horse and the, the buffalo picture I just sent out to to Utah to be, you know, put in um, my daughter's store. Just looking at it, I'm, I could, they, they're going to sell like crazy because they're just phenomenal pictures. You know, it's just like everything is crystal clear. You know, you can... Can see everything so yeah I think you know with like playing around with all these different things it's like yeah I really want to get a collection of this and just really create like a, a, a completely different line and I think it won't hurt my sand because I still have my sand brand and then create a you know a, I'm trying to figure out what I want to call it you know is it the wild side is it you know because you know everywhere I'm going is not tame <laughs> you know um so it needs to be something like super catchy that people go oh my god you
0: know? uh, maybe the adventurous aussie
2: <laughs> there you go <laughs>
0: alliterations are cool i mean right <laughs>
2: <laughs> so but i am opening um i have um back in december um Richard who runs front street. He offered me a studio of my own. Um, so I will be leaving Ryan, um, at the end of March. Um, I'll be, uh, April I'll be opening my own studio, which is still at front street, but it's across the parking lot and 75, 750 square feet. So it's really big and it has, um, a small, um, knee wall and it's probably like five six foot tall wall that sits and splits the studio into two parts so in one part i'm going to create the ocean with all my sand work and stuff and then on the on the other side i'm going to create a working studio where um i can actually you know put together like the three foot square that we're doing ryan you know instead of me sitting on the floor in my house you know i actually have a studio to go to where i can take all of my art supplies and actually build them there instead of doing it on the floor of my house um that'll be like a working studio or that kind of stuff but I'm also going to exhibit in there my landscape and wild animal uh, photography as well so and just kind of you know and see where it goes you know people may like it they may not like it you know and at the end of the day it's you know um i'm having fun um i'm going out there and finding um incredible places to visit and adventures that you know that i'll carry with me forever so um, for me that's that's the best part and if people want to you know come in and see what, where i've been and what i've done and i know ryan you love my stories You've actually, you actually like made me laugh when you said you actually trespassed as well. That was super fun. <laughs> I was like, I'm rubbing <laughs> off on you. <laughs> <I do. laughs> I'll have to admit it.
0: I will say, I sounded proud heavy. to tell you that. Only <laughs> once.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, but... As long as, like, as
0: long as you leave no trace.
2: <laughs> hey, exactly. And you know what the thing is? Those pictures you took, Ryan, uh, they're phenomenal. I mean, Thank that's you. the... That's the cool thing about it. Um, you know, you're not really hurt. I don't think you're really hurting anyone, you know, yeah, and, and always remember, it's way easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. So <laughs> I just take that. Hey, <laughs> I mean, if they
1: if they I'll find right, you no. out there shooting, you know, on their land, just offer to give them a print or something, you know, and that, that should ease Absolutely. things up. That is yeah. true.
0: They say that for street photographers, like just photographing strangers. If like they really call you out and go like, why are you doing that? Delete it. Like, just be like, hey, I'll give you it. Give you the photo it's cool,
1: yep, yeah i mean i was I was shooting coyotes um last week. it was just on somebody's like it was like a mansion's front yard, and I was like, these people will be all right if I just you know just step over this fence just a little bit and get the coyotes and you know, I did it <laughs> i i didn't stay too long and I left, but if they'd come out, I definitely would have printed something for them I right. have a funny
2: th- <laughs> I have a funny story about. wasn't trespassing I just ran across the field but I put I had I was asked to take pictures of cows uh barns girls and old tractors and old pickup trucks I had been and I got everything else but the cows and I couldn't find any cows that were close enough to the road you know anyway was like after a couple of hours of tootling around the countryside I decided that well, I'm just gonna go home. Well, I took this road, didn't never been on it before. Took this road, and there were these black and white cows. I'm like, oh my god! So, I pull up on the side of the road. I didn't even turn my truck off. The flashes are on. I grab my camera. I am running across the field because all I want to go to do is get a picture of these cows. So they see me coming. So they start running towards me. I mean, I'm they are running. And I'm going, and then all of a sudden I just went, oh, shit, there's an electric fence here somewhere because they, oh, there no. was no fence right through it. And I'm going, oh, so I stop in my tracks. <laughs> they stop in their tracks, and they, we're just staring at each other. <laughs> <laughs> they have the best cow pitches ever. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And they're trying you know, the cows were climbing over each other, trying to see me like, and, like, what the heck is this? You know, who is she? You know, whatever. And then, like, they're all staring at me, you know, so I got some really super fun pictures of these, these black and white cows and the, and the client loved them. So I've sold two of them of these two, these crazy cows. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. So sometimes it's really cool to to go, you know, run across the field or not really hurting anyone, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I mean, I the only thing I would say with that is just be careful. You know, depending on where you are, some people will just shoot you for being on their property.
2: That too. There's uh-huh. that too. But I've got a camera. And I don't have a
1: True. I have a yes. Camera. You can't
0: shoot them back with the camera. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can take a picture of them shooting you, I guess. <laughs>
0: If you time it right, <laughs> long exposure, fast shutter speed. Oh. I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say with the cows running towards you. I mean, cows can really kill. I mean, they can kill people. Like they're they're actually like pretty dangerous animals thing. to be around. Yeah, but
2: that, you... you know, buffalo are pretty dangerous
0: too. <laughs> I'm not sure which is worse.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, I think oh, definitely that. buffalo. I mean, yeah. a, a bull cow will kill you, but I don't really think a normal cow really is that much of a threat.
2: Yeah. Well, I grew up on a cattle ranch in Australia. Yeah, cows are pretty dangerous. They they can be right. very scary, too. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> they're, they're still... They may be domesticated, but, you know, um, they can... The, you know, a 2,000-pound bull, he's really going to hurt you. It don't matter. Even your horse, he's going to hurt you because he's really big. He's so much bigger than you. Yeah. So...
0: Margin in charge. <laughs>
2: So, it was a lot of fun to do that stuff. So, um, so I'm going to put some of that in my, in my new studio. Um, it will be open. Um, so, Front Street is having their Spring Festival April 24th. Um, so, I'll have it open that day um, for my grand opening. So, if you're in town, Henry, you must definitely come by and see it. And I would love to meet mm-hmm. you. When is it? So, it's April 24th. I'll okay. send you all the details yeah cool so and it'll be at front street all of this the galleries will be open um and it's the spring festivals to kick off the spring season oh, nice. and we're gonna have all kinds of vendors there'll be a band there's food trucks you know so it'll be a lot of fun it's a lot of fun being down there
0: always is yeah yeah that's right that's where kelly and i met so i mean oh cool <laughs> just look at us Uh huh. <laughs> I just think it's cool. I just think it's cool, Kelly. You always are doing some, you're always up to something new, and it's it's always exciting hearing from you about, you know, just your travels. And you, you have all these ideas of things you want to try out, and like you're open to trying any and all of them, which is cool. Thank you. Um, it's
2: like I'm, you know, at that point in my life where it's like, if it's not fun, then why do it? So, right. You know, um, so, you know, I, and I've, you know, we had that conversation, you know, like about, you know, you're going to have the thirds, you know, in your picture frame, you know, and all that kind of crazy. And I'm going, well, I don't know anything about that. And then you're like, well, yeah, you do. Cause that picture is like that. And I went, Oh, okay. There it is. Yeah.
0: You, did so, it <laughs> con- you did it subconsciously. You just didn't know it. Like, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly.
2: So, you know, um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited to, to play with, um, my camera settings and stuff when I go out West and when I go to Lake Erie to see, you know how I can capture these long exposures, and you know the clouds, the skies. You know, creating that those different like you see. Um, and I think it's the the coolest thing is like t- take your camera everywhere, practice, 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 practice. Shoot everything and anything. It's a digital file; you can delete whatever. Right. Um, and sometimes you just never know what you see. You know what you capture on your lens. And sometimes I've captured pictures that or images or beautiful pieces of artwork without even knowing that I captured it.
1: Yeah. That's you know, that's sometimes the best stuff right there.
2: See That's um that I think for right now this like the that's the first quarter of the year. Um is wow. what I've been doing. Oh all in one that's, quarter Jeez. Yeah this is all in one quarter. Um but I've also And Ryan's part of this as well. Um, We have, uh, we're part of the Darren Harper's Invitational Three Foot Square. Um, And basically it was for all of us to step outside of our comfort zones of, you know, how we create our artwork um, and to get our artwork put out around um, outside of Dayton, outside of Front Street, you know, to, to kind of step out of our comfort zone. And so when I was first asked about it I was like what am I gonna do you know so I had to really think about you know how I could like be part of it and whatever so this 60 plus uh, artists from the local here that are involved in it and Ryan and I have a three-foot square down in um is it Woodburn Library is that what it's called Ryan in Centerville um have that and then we're in at Front Street is having their fifth anniversary, this celebration in March Um, and leaving in March. I think I'm going to have my artwork up, my three foot square up for that month, I think. I'm not sure, but um, so we'll have that. And then the Dana Wiley Gallery is supposed to be hosting um, the three foot square for all of us artists. she has a fairly big um, gallery on the second floor at Front Street. So uh, I haven't heard any more from Julie Riley or from uh, Mike Elses about it, but, or Darren. So they're the three that are involved in it. They're the ones who put it all together. So that was a really fun thing to do. Did you enjoy that, Ryan? Did you have a lot of fun trying to figure out what you want to do? Like, was it challenging for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was something different with printing on canvas because that was something that's it's still pretty new to me. But like doing a smaller size and doing many of them is something different too. And I did I did my abstract ICM photographs on them. So um, yeah, it was it was really fun. It's something different, and I enjoy it.
2: I liked all your colors that you have for the the ones that you have at the library. <laughs> Thank
0: you. And yeah,
2: they all. They all have, like, the movement in them. So it really gives it, like, they're, like, they've clustered together well.
0: Yeah, th- I mean, there's a lot of different colors going on. There's, like, there's really, there's some overlap, but, like, I guess there's no, it's not, like, really just one universal color scheme with it.
2: Yeah, so. And I added color to mine. So there's the nine black and whites, and then there's four blue, bluish green colors, and then there's some, there's three that are like a brownish it's kind of a mish with between the black and whites and the and the browns and tone, gold tones and stuff in them so
0: that's awesome yeah even with all the yeah. sand too yeah with it
2: sand everything that's down there is all sand photography
0: it's still unique I, I still haven't seen anyone do anything similar to what you're doing so you're still doing one-of-a-kind work
2: yeah Um, and like people are loving it. So, you know, the fact that I've sold, um, in America, in Australia, hopefully there's, um, a couple of people I'm talking to in Europe, up in, um, in Spain, uh, challenging because of the, the language barrier, but we're working on it. (laughs) So they send me, send me messages in Spanish and I have to translate it. And then I send her a message back in English and they translate it. So
1: that's awesome you're making sales around the world that shows how kind of unique your photography is so
2: congrats it's it's super fun and it's awesome and i love it
0: yeah and it's great that like despite all the work you're doing because you do put a lot of work into all of this and get the new studio set up now it's like you're still just having fun with all of it and, and just enjoying the process as you said and it's it's really admirable it's really cool
2: Yeah, like I said before, if it's not fun, don't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's a good way to put a pin in the episode, yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Kelly, for coming on. Um, is there any shout-outs or anything you want to, uh, I don't know, where can people go find more about your work?
2: They can um, go to uh, my website. I have a very strange website. Um, it's called it's uh, sand dot tilda, T I L D A dot W S. Um, you can find me on Front Street dot Art um, in the galleries for the artists on that uh, for the Front Street. Um, you can find me on the artery so the gallery at Front Street as well, uh, and you can find me on Facebook. My Instagram is at Single Grain of Sand. Um, you can send me a message. You can see some of my artwork on there. And um, this year. I know I've already done through, got through most of January without doing it, but I want to be posting. Um, starting February uh, every week. There will be a new adventure and um, of where I've been, what I've been doing, um, and then the proceed. You know, the process of putting the whole um, art gallery and stuff together to be open in in out in April. So, um, so yeah. So hopefully, I can get a bunch of stuff. Up on my social media and stuff as well.
1: Awesome! Yeah, I'm looking awesome. forward
0: to all that. Yeah, same here. Thanks for
1: coming on. It was a thank great. You, time.
2: Thank you, thank you guys. Absolutely love being on your show. And um, I do want to say, when I'm out in Utah, I won't have a uh, a phone signal. But when I come back into it, I'm going to send you guys some pictures of for where sure. I was at. So.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we'd love to see you. Awesome. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching the All Outdoors Photography Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the video version on YouTube as well. You can subscribe down below, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thank you.